0: Welcome to the Tips and Salsa podcast, your local source for chips, salsa, and instructional technology happenings within the Redlands Unified School District. And here are your hosts, Jamie Quartz, Dwayne Coles, Nicole House, Caleb Rothy, and Jen Vanney.
1: Hello, Redlands teachers and staff. Welcome back to our RUSD EdTech Tips and Salsa podcast here to provide you with some useful tech tips for your classroom, and also hear from our very own district experts. Joining us today are our star tech coaches, Caleb, Hello. Jen, hey. Dwayne, it's me. and Nicole. Hi, everybody. I'm your host, and as always, we're excited that you have tuned in to us. The topic for today is insights from the IAQ Tech Fair.
2: Yeah! <laughs> hang on before we get started though let's get down to some business here and talk about chips and salsa okay. um, that is really the part that we always start with um, in case you didn't know we eat a lot of chips and salsa in this department so kind of goes goes well with our name um, today we have chips and salsa from Redland's very own Kuka's uh, what do you guys think Fresh chips I know, so good And the salsa is delicious And even for me, that doesn't like too spicy So, I like it Um, All right, so let's go ahead and get started then We do have um, Rachel and Cece here with us So I'm going to start with you, Rachel, if you don't mind Um, Maybe you could just kind of give us some background about yourself And introduce yourself
0: My name is Dr. Rachel Rehage I just finished my doctorate at U of R Congratulations Thanks um, I work at Redlands E-Academy. I have been there since we opened six years ago. I am the secondary English teacher. I also am an induction coach for oh. our district, and I make curriculum for a couple of um, online schools wow. other than ours. you're busy. Yep. Oh, and I teach at the university.
1: Oh, awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, one
2: more thing. <laughs> nice. What do you we'll do in your free time? <laughs> Sleep.
0: <laughs> yeah, good for you.
1: So, so since Katie, you're a doctor, you... I've been kind of having this soreness in oh. my <laughs> <throat> yes,
0: I am not that oh. kind of doctor. <laughs> really. Well, can, then,
1: can you removed tattoos. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. We also have Cece here
4: with us. Cece, you're up. Will you please tell us about yourself? Um, my name is Cece Gady, and I've been in the district for over 20 years. I've been teaching for over... <clears throat> Twenty-five uh-huh. years. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I currently teach kindergarten. I've spent most of my time in the primary grades. Um, I love everything technology. I, you know, that was kind of my nickname when I was a TOA was the Queen of Google. Whenever you have a question, <laughs> Google it. And um, my passions are: I, I love to read. i I love to play the guitar and sing. And I've done a lot of um, regional theater. Oh, oh, nice, awesome. I didn't know that. That's really
2: Berlin's cool. Bowl, right? Yes. Yes. Oh. Mrs. T- Pops. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: the fairy godmother. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I did not <laughs> know that. Yeah. Do, you,
1: do you take requests?
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Only from
1: five-year-olds. <laughs> Good answer.
2: Next yeah, time, we should have some musical instruments. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. Nice. <laughs>
1: Well, the main reason why you guys are here is that you actually presented at the Inland Empire Q Tech Fair in January. So we are super proud of you guys. I want to kind of ask you guys a little bit about that. What exactly is the IAQ Tech Fair?
0: Uh, IAQ is the Inland Area Computer Using Educators Fair. And the idea was basically to apply technology in your classroom and what it looked like and different ways you could use it. And um, there were quite a few other schools similar to ours where they were blended or flipped and, and what that looks like for different ages.
1: Uh, so how complicated was it to apply to be a presenter?
0: It's actually not
4: complicated at all. And the reason that I applied to be a presenter is this is a way that I get to go to different um, fares for free because if you if you present then your your tuition is paid to go to them so i just i got the link from the county and it just gives you a link and you fill out the paperwork it's usually a form and then you send in your slideshow sometimes i don't think we even had to this time Mm -hmm. but i've i've presented for a couple things for the county and this was but this is the first time for the inland area i think this was their first real big conference. Mm-hmm. They've got, done some small things. One of those, um, n- not really... A, like, an ed camp. like an ed camp. Yeah, an ed, ed camp. camp. They've yep. done ed camps before, and this time they actually had sessions. It's supposed to be like a mini queue, and there was, yep. there was there's some going on out into the um, the high desert and the low desert. They're, they've been doing a different tech fairs with the different area queues.
0: Nice. So obviously kind of the feature today and the reason we have you here is to share a little bit about what the two of you presented on. So we're wondering if you can kind of share with everybody um, the topic or the session, whatever the focus was, and then tell us about how your session went and what the things are that you shared with the audience. Ours was called Notes from the Blender because we have been a blended school (laughs) Nice name (laughs) um, uh, for six years. And we can kind of feel that we were almost done with the growing process, like we kind of built the bus while we were driving it and the bus is pretty much built now. So our presentation was basically what we learned from that and what we would hope that other, we would have to offer to other schools uh, who are going through this process. So I went with my principal and one of our um, elementary teachers, and we just presented on our on the growing pains, basically, and we. Um had, help, had maybe thought that there was going to be a lot of administrators, but it was all teachers who are interested mm-hmm. in blending or flipping. Um, so our principal talked less than planned, and the teachers answered lots of questions. Um, we had a couple of teachers who teach at online-only schools, mm-hmm. so they were asking maybe the, the other way of, of blending. A lot of teachers want to know how to add tech, and they wanted to know how to ed- add the interpersonal relationship. So yeah. we spent a lot of time answering questions about... Uh, just the actual everyday workings of of our school. So if someone went to your session, what do you think uh, one or two takeaways would be that they they left with? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was that we have to take chances in order to get where we were, and some of the chances that we took were not successful, but you would never know if you hadn't done that and not to be be afraid to do that. Yeah, good point. Um, And the other was that you have to have an identity to go by. When we opened, we weren't really sure who we were, and so then we had a couple of years of finding ourselves, and I think we were saying that it would be better to know that when you start, yeah. instead, of, instead of taking the, the time with the kids to do that.
1: So if there was like some, um, if they ask you a specific tech strategy or tech tip mm-hmm. that you, you guys did that was successful, what, what would that have been?
0: Well, for us, uh, in, in a school like ours, usually they give you the whole semester of curriculum at once, which is really overwhelming, especially for a middle school kid. And we did that for three years. We would say, here's your whole semester, right? <laughs> and so what we started doing about, about three years ago is we, we split their work into modules, and we gave them due dates. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it was only four, four or five weeks, so we could do projects. But after that four or five weeks, it's gone right and so it made it more manageable for them they saw their progress a little bit better and still a lot of schools like ours don't do that they give them a semester at a time or they give them a whole class and they have a month to do it so we operate on a regular schedule we have the same you know grading windows but we give them units like through google, units. google classroom
1: or we use google classroom uh-huh.
0: and through our, our LMS we use edmodo oh, oh edunuity, <laughs>
1: okay do you
0: want yep. to give some shout outs you said that your principal
2: and another co-worker were there with you so yep. it's always <laughs> fun to hear your name on these things <laughs> yes.
0: so our principal is david finley oh uh, okay. yes he's, he's a very good leader he's been there just the first year uh was without him we had a different principal and then adrian ayala uh she, yes, she has been We've there with her, yes. just as long as me like she and i were, have been there since the pilot year so we oh, went okay. and talked about the growing pains because we felt all the pains. I think our Twitter
3: handle is
2: at Blendedteacher1, I think. Blended teacher oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: All right. All right, Susie, do you want to share about your sessions a little bit? Sure. Um, I spoke about, uh, it was more practical. It was what you can do in the classroom the very next day. I My presentation was on using QR codes in the classroom and using QR codes for the young students to access even the, the Google Suite. So, um, we just I just showed them how you can use it, how you can get your students engaged immediately. How my students, the first day of kindergarten, were on a computer with a QR code. Oh, I it, love takes that. A, it takes them right to where they're going. They, and they have complete ownership of it now, and we're typing now on, on we're using um, Google Docs and Google Slides right now with the, with the students in their. And a friend of mine even asked, she said, well, how much did you teach them about typing before you had them start working on those docs? And I said, none. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I showed them how to, how to put the cursor in the right place to delete, and that was about it. But they, um, it was just a, a real practical session and gave them lots of ideas of ways that you can use technology with QR codes in the classroom.
2: Go, absolutely. One of the things that I get a lot because you do, I know you use QR codes quite a bit, and people say, How does she keep it all organized? So you have a lot of QR codes that you kind
4: of rotate through throughout mm-hmm. the year. Will you kind of share that a little bit? You were wondering what was in my little box. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, kind, it's kind of funny because it started out with I had like a coupon holder that I had my QR codes in. Okay. And then I started putting rubber bands around my different sets of them and I had them in a little box and then now finally I've got a big little a a file that's for 3x5 cards and they pretty much all fit in there so I can go through them and I've got little card files for them Uh, because I use them year after year I've been using the same codes years year after year I make new ones for their each student's Google Doc but um, other than that I just pull them out as we need them and we use them and I even use them I bought a I put a camera on my ProWise so I can even use them with on the pro wise to quickly oh, get nice. to activities and <laughs> things really so cool. but um that that's been interesting it's yeah. been a process of how to organize how to organize yeah. things and i basically i've tried little books and i've tried little photo albums and i think what I, the I saw it was in a book yeah and, so. and the best way i found is i have them on these little cards and they go in a little box and the kids just take them out the box
1: cc so i think the most inspiring thing about you is you teach kindergartners <laughs> and i think a lot of people don't think that Kindergartners are ready or can handle this stuff. So, like, what, what might be a tip that you can give to other K 1, 2 teachers, and, and how do you train these kids and get them used to this type of uh, thing?
4: It's really, it's, it, it well, with the QR codes, that's, you know, my way of doing it. It's very accessible for them. Mm-hmm. So they jump right in. I have all of the, because we've got some great resources, but they're not really user-friendly for kindergarten. For example, we've got the um, the the books that we have online. What is it? Capstone Library. Mm. Well, you log into Capstone Library. They can't do a search for their for a book. <laughs> right. so they can't do a search for their age. They're they're not ready to do that. But I can make a QR code. I've made QR codes for absolutely every book that's age appropriate for wow. kindergarten. So they've got their own little library and say, Oh, I want to read the Max book. And they'll pull that card out and it goes directly to that. And it goes directly book. to that book. Nice. And so, so once they're in the website, there's no navigating. They don't have to navigate in right. there. And that's that's what I found is the right. navigating for kindergarten is is just really tough. So this way, I, it's just they can do it and they can figure it out and they take ownership of it and help one another.
1: Yeah, so I mean that's a perfect example of how it makes life easier, actually easier than harder <laughs> trying yes. to get them to do that. Right. Yeah.
3: You mentioned that students use the QR codes to find books that they want to read along with and listen. What other areas
4: do you have kids go to through, uh, using QR codes? Um, As I mentioned before, I don't have one-to-one this year with my computers, so I've created kind of a workaround to use Google Docs where they've all got their own doc and they've learned how to to type on it. I've just made a template for them. They know how to type on it. They just (laughs) type things and they'll type their stories and same with a Google Draw. They've all got their own little Google Draw um, uh, document and so they they learn how to draw and then we do some collaborative slides with that so a lot of I try to use as much of the of the Google apps as I can. I've also used this year I've been using Seesaw. Thank you, Jen. She's been coming in and helping me with Seesaw. I've been investigating that. So the kids are, are videotaping themselves, taking pictures of themselves, and doing some activities through Seesaw that they share with their families. It's like a portfolio. It's a digital portfolio for them and we share things back and forth with the parents. Um, I just made my codable Um, QR codes because we were going to start we were starting Codable with them and and they're learning how to make the little fuzz fuzz bugs go around and and get through their little mazes Um, I've used Flipgrid with it I've tried lots of things lots of things with it I was looking through, oh Kahoot that's like so fun mm-hmm. for
0: them, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's and that's cool. a way for Kinder. them to. Can you imagine? To, that's how yeah. so they five and six year Yeah, and they that's love am talking about? Right, my high school kids become five and six year olds when, when they play <laughs> that. Yeah,
4: exactly, yeah. Yeah. and so they, that gets uh, us onto the website. It's awesome. it's we don't yeah. ever yeah, we do have it. to you know look for anything. They just put it on there, and then they know how to put their in, they put their initials in, and they can do a cahoot and just you know whenever I I think try something. I've done things with um, you can do. With a qr code you can also have short answers or long answers or the 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 qr that the district prefers that we use has really nice free text Mm. version in there so you can actually if you want to make a a answer sheet with a qr code they can do it and mix it onto a notebook paper it looks really nice nice and i've also done it with i've put sound on some of the slideshows because you can um put a. I i used a sticky i didn't have the little window thingy for my
1: <laughs> for my computer. camera, so
4: i put a little sticky note over the camera and you if you screencastify you can actually put sound onto a slideshow it's really a video but it's sound but yep. they think it's sound and so i've just kind of tried different things and you know failed a couple times and you just try it and be like, oh, won't do that one again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so as CC said, I've uh, helped out with
3: Seesaw. And so I've been in her classroom for many, many, many times. Um, <laughs> and just to give the, the listeners uh, a picture, Cece, they, her students go through centers. And so some of the centers are hands-on, and they're drawing, and they're writing, and they're building, and other centers are tech. And so the QR codes help the students become very independent during that center time at the tech because then Cece is working with a small group at her table and um, it, it's just great. I, I really like how students know what to do when they're there. It's another activity for them to um, be engaged with while you work in a small group
4: situation. Yeah, I, it, it's, and they take complete ownership. Mm-hmm when we're doing things with that. Oh, and I've also used it with, I just thought of one, Discovery Ed. Yeah. I've done it with Discovery Ed and um, some of the videos and epic books. If you have not done epic books, that's fabulous. That's no. how we get to our yeah. epic books and you know I can create my own um, lists for them to go through. So there's just, it just, it's a way to get them, as Jen was saying, it gets them right on. There's no mm-hmm. messing around. They, and our computers are so fast, they are up and running You know, the minute they sit down
3: nice <laughs> and okay so picture this picture small rectangle um with the qr code and a picture oh, representing yeah. the book or a picture oh, representing yeah. the puzzle and a picture representing discovery ed and all that sort of thing and it's laminated so now if you want to do it yourself make sure you have The code, a picture, um, so the kids understand what that code represents and laminate
2: them.
0: You're saying like on the physical cards that have the QR code put like a little icon
1: or cover art. That's a great idea.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Not just for the students, but I think for the teacher as well, once you yeah. have so many of them, oh, it's hard to organizing.
1: Yeah. Cece has some right here, and she's holding just, them in front of the microphone. So. <laughs> here we go. A little closer to the microphone. <laughs> so it's enhanced. Yeah. Listeners, if you lean in yeah. towards the speakers, you you're going to be able hear to... hear the picture. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs>
4: yeah. And the thing is, is I share them with anyone. I've made these, and if anybody wants them, I always share my... I have a Google folder with all my QR codes, and and anybody who wants them, and they'll work on anyone. You just have to, for some of them, like the Capstone Library, you just have to have the computers with the saved passwords, and that's it. So other than that, I I share them with a lot of, across the district with a lot of kindergarten teachers. So
2: that's CC underscore GATI, (laughs) G-A-G-T-E, got
1: it. By the way, at the end, sorry, Nicole, uh, we're going to tweet this out and we'll include the links to their presentations. So yes, keep an absolutely. eye out for that. Sure.
2: Well, one of the things that's always nice about going to um, these conferences or, or um, you know, tech fairs is, like Cece said earlier, when you go and present, you get to go for free, for free. and, and, and <laughs> be one of the participants as well. So did you guys happen to get to attend any sessions or did anything really stand out about the sessions that you got to um, experience
0: when you weren't presenting? I went to the um, the larger presentation where you, everybody went to the same one.
2: Like a keynote? Oh, the keynote. oh yes, the
0: keynote. Um, there was a keynote on the gamification of education, ah. um, which um, was interesting for our kids in particular because... It was making sure that everybody is engaged in a different way, and mm-hmm. he gamified his presentation. Yes, that's and what, was, that was it what was was. It was very get. interesting. A bunch of educators were standing up there doing the, I get the fl- uh, floss. I learned how to be the floss. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Um, so I, I really like it. By liked the way, Rachel's one.
1: flossing right now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you can't see that either. Neither would
0: you want to. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Yeah, I, I actually did go to some of the sessions. I went to one on Seesaw, it was really nice too. in more than just going to see her good presentation where I, I got lots of ideas, it was a way to network. And so we were all picking up everybody's Twitter handles. We were. You, we were sharing things. they we were sharing their folders, and and it was a great way to make connections yep, with other teachers, with like-minded teachers. And I went to another session on a digital breakout, and I, I and it was really fun. We I actually did a digital breakout, and um, I learned about how you put those together. And, and I I'd done one before, but this this had a whole different way of putting it together. So it's just fun to go find out what's going on yeah, out there, get some new ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Nice.
1: So you got in for free, but did they give you a free lunch? Yes. And yes. what was it?
4: Subway. Uh, uh, <laughs>
3: it's often Panera. And oh,
4: I no, it, no, and it was Subway. Subway. And I'm, yeah, and it wasn't the good good vegetarian sandwich. So oh.
1: <laughs> did you get the cookie?
4: Yeah, I got the cookie.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um how was your experience being in two ways, being a presenter and just getting to go to that conference? And would you recommend Other teachers who have some great ideas to give it a shot being a presenter, Um, and also, would you recommend any of us going to that next year, Jamie? That's like eight questions all in (laughs) one.
4: Well, all of you should have been there presenting your things that, like the the presentations that I witnessed that you that you gave at our trainings last summer. I thought, well, they should all be here presenting. It's. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be one coming up. I've just got my. I'll send you all the link so for the, the one. The the one in Menifee. Yeah. So I've done Caleb that one and I a couple did you times. Menifee last time. you, you did. Yes. Oh, okay. So. Last summer was the only time I didn't do it. Oh. But they. She I ran into one of the coordinators. She said, Are you "Come back."
2: So that one's a nice one. because I do have a green room and all kinds of stuff for presenters. So uh, yeah, that was nice. <laughs> yeah, and it's a
4: nice. In it's all indoor school and everything. It was. Yes. Nicely done. But I would encourage anybody to do that. That's the first time I went to Charlotte Huck was I presented at Charlotte Huck Mm -hmm. Uh, so that I could go to Charlotte Huck.
0: What Um, if I'm feeling a little uh, intimidated about presenting? Would this be something that would still be good to attend as a teacher, um, just as kind of a spectator, so to speak? I I found it very helpful just as a teacher because there's different ideas from different groups that we we don't think of, right? Like we interact with each other at our district, but then when you go out there, every district has a different vibe and different ideas, and it's nice to hear that, and I appreciate it as a presenter to hear their feedback as well because they, you know, we haven't interacted with some other uh, teachers, and they're asking, well, how do you do this? I'm like, that's a good question. How do we do that? Yeah, yeah.
4: I think I, I like the networking I think I mentioned mm-hmm. that before I mm-hmm. really like networking with other like minded uh, teachers yeah. and yeah. I find and you find new things mm-hmm. I, I learned something new and, and also presenting I learned something new as I was preparing for my presentation I learned something new all the time, Every time. all yeah. the time I, agree. I just learned how to put a um, powtoon into a, a slideshow yeah, Google slides oh, yesterday because really. it was a little bit different and okay. after
2: this, I'm going to have to talk yeah. with you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before yeah. you're fully released. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
3: Okay, so on, I mean, that's a great segue, um, talking about learning and networking. So um, next up is the lightning round, where Yay. we learn a
0: little bit about you. And our listen,
3: listeners uh, learn a little bit more about both of you. Um, it's usually 60 seconds when one person, but we have two people so it's going to be 120 seconds and this is our format. I will ask a question. We're going to start with Cece. You get my first question, you answer it, and then Rachel answers it. And then I will give my second question to Rachel first. So she answers that question first and then you answer it and then back and forth.
1: We're about equity here.
3: Yes. <laughs> Okay, my he, my palms are starting to sweat. All right, we've got the timer. Tell us when.
1: I'm ready to go. You ready? Yeah. Three,
0: two, one.
3: Salsa. Mild, medium, or hot? Hot. Mild. Me too. Okay. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how good are you at keeping secrets?
0: Zero.
1: That was <laughs> <laughs> Rachel. That tell was Rachel. Don't tell. <laughs> okay, see,
3: see about a seven. All right. Oh, all right okay. Nice. So now we know who to talk to if we, we hear. Um, sweet or savory? Ooh, savory. Sweet. Okay. Oh, nice. Name one of the seven dwarfs. Dopey. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sleepy.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what chore do you despise doing? Oh,
4: oh taking out the trash. <laughs> the dishes. <Yes. laughs>
3: My son's in charge of
0: that. I love it when my kids are older. Okay, where are you in the birth order? Old, oldest, youngest, only, other? I mean, that's a complicated question. I'm my mother's first child, and my <laughs> father's, like, fourth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am the middle child,
4: but I'm the oldest girl. Family of seven children.
0: Wow. wow. Oh. Big I have seven siblings also. Wow. <laughs> 50 seconds left. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, think Thanksgiving.
3: Do you keep the food on your plate separate or mashed together?
0: Smash together. Yes, smash together. Oh, what?
4: No, no, no. no. Oh my gosh.
2: We are
1: separate. editing that out. Try again. Try again. Phone a friend.
3: Separated. <laughs> Rachel. Cake Cakes. or pie? Cake. Pie.
0: All right. Mm-hmm.
3: Have you? <laughs> Twenty seconds. <laughs> this is a good one. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? <laughs> no. <laughs> No. (laughs) No. Dog or cat person? Dog. Dog. Okay. And
0: what is your spirit animal? Anyone? Spirit animal? Um, Whatever's the most clunky and falls apart. (laughs)
1: wrap (laughs) wrap. hippopotamus I always wanted to be tall that was fun there you have it two star teachers from Redlands Unified Rachel and Cece thank you guys so much for taking the time to come in with us Um, it's just we're so proud of you guys and it's our pleasure to to take a little time and and get to uh, learn learn about you guys more Um, so I'm sad to say that's a wrap Join us again for our next edition of Tips and Salsa, where you'll get more great tips for your classroom and hear from another district star. This is RUSD EdTech. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs> we, won't, we won't cut that out yet. <laughs> Pause. The blooper is real.
0: Let's start with the blooper. Alright, silence. I
2: thought the water was coming out your nose. Sorry.
1: Join us again, audience, for our next edition of Tips and Salsa Will you get more... <laughs> Every time. <laughs> 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 Peter Piper picked a peck of pickle paper.